Tucson.com. Call Strong Builds, the most comfortable call you'll ever make. Yes, hi. Thank you, Ryan. 6.06 on this uh, Trump Day, baby. It is March 16th. Thank you for hanging out with me. Garrett Lewis, it is your morning ritual. Grateful you're making it that. KNSTAM 792 Sons most stimulating talk. Of course, there are three things I think you need to know, and they're brought to you by Stromba Plumbing Air and Solar. Number one, um, there's a lawsuit. Congressman Thomas Massey led the way. 16 other members, including Congressman Biggs, who we'll talk to at about 640 this morning, are involved. They are, they are suing the CDC. A uh, lawsuit challenging the CDC mandating masks on planes, saying, like, enough is enough already. And by the way, the Senate voted to repeal masks on planes and public transportation. 57-40 it passed. Eight Democrats voted Republicans to get rid of the mask mandate on planes, including, yep, struggling in the polls, Mark Kelly and Kirsten Sinema, by the way. Mitt Romney, the only Republican to keep to vote to keep masks on your face because Matt, Mitt Romney is a dirtball. Uh, second thing, it's, it's true, it's true, he is a dirtball. Second thing, I think you need to know, there's a bill that passed the House. It's hard to keep track of all these damn things. It really is. HB 2495. It basically bans porn being used in the classroom. Like, not to go on the crazy websites, but, you know, books and materials that have... Sex and this and that and blah, blah, blah. They banned. It passed on party lines in the House. Not one Democrat voted to keep uh, sexually explicit material out of the classroom. And then it went to the Senate. It just passed the Senate committee, so it'll go to the full Senate for a vote. Not one Democrat voted to keep sexually explicit material out of the classroom. We'll get into that. Uh, these people are sick. They're sick. They're sick. Right? They're sick. Third thing. I think you need to know. Oh, I may have got my timing wrong with the damn daylight savings time thing. That's all right. Oh, you know what? That makes sense. Was the hotline ringing? It rang at 544, and I caught damn it as it. I walked back in, and, but nobody was there. Well, we missed Andy Biggs. <laughs> I, I hope this daylight savings thing goes through. I am so over it. Anyway, so we're not going to talk to Andy sense. Biggs. Maybe we'll talk to him. I'll, I'll, maybe we'll get him later on in the show. It doesn't matter. We'll get to it. Uh, third thing I think you need to know um, is... A Clinton pollster, Doug Schoen, says Democrats are seen as ineffective and out of touch. They'll get, uh, they'll face substantial losses in the midterms. And yes, and they're going to keep doing this. There are here's an example of it. House Democrats are pushing Biden to use his, his executive power to declare climate change an emergency and ban oil drilling on federal land, as gas is five bucks a gallon. Real winners. Three things I think you need to know. Um, now, which Democrats, by the way, do you know it's, it's, is it all of them? It's not all of them. It's the progressive, it's the commies. It's the, it's the AOCs and the, uh, uh, what's, what's her name? The chick from the state of Washington, uh, Jemai Pramal for whatever the hell her name is. I'll I'll get to it, but it's the wacko ones. Uh, but you know what? You don't hear enough Democrats saying, no, we need to drill now. So, uh, they're screwed. They're, they're literally, they're just, they're, they're done. They're done. Um, and you want to know how bad it is for Democrats? Never, and this is an amazing thing. What you're about to hear is something I never thought I'd say. I'm proud of New York Rangers fans. 
I, I, I'm not drinking. I'm not drunk from last night. Are you okay? I, I listen. This, this pains me to the core. I know. Lifelong Islanders fan announces on his radio show, heard by tens of people, <laughs> that he is proud of New York Rangers fans. I guess I can no longer call them terrorists. This this hurts me. This hurts me a lot. So, um, I want you to hear what happened in New York, because they had their uh, hardcore lefty governor, Kathy Hochul, child abuser. Kathy Hochul. Drop a puck. And why was she there, drop the puck? Was it like women's empowerment crap or something like that? Like, what, Is this what it is? Is this, I, I forget... I forget the reasoning for it, to be honest. Empowerment. They were were some kind of, I know. Yeah, well, yeah, they were empowering them, right? Um, There was, was it yesterday some kind of, you know, equal pay, blah, 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 crap thing, blah, blah, blah thing, whatever. She was there, Madison Square Garden, and and, uh, she was there to drop the puck for the Rangers, taking on, I believe, the uh, the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, This might have been a couple days ago, actually. Because the Islanders played the Ducks on Sunday and we beat them, and they were going into uh, Madison Square Garden the next day. Um. So the governor goes there to drop the puck, and I want you to listen. We might pause it because there were a lot of things, um, a lot of things that that were said. <laughs> you heard them, right? You heard them when you put it in. Uh no. You didn't hear them? I couldn't hear them through the Q speaker. Oh, okay. You'll hear it now. Uh, I want you to hear the reaction of the crowd when uh, Governor Hochul of New York is uh, is announced uh, when she's on the ice to drop the ceremonial first puck at the Rangers game. Listen to this. Tonight, we'd like to salute Governor Kathy Hochul, the first female governor of New York State. <laughs> governor Hochul began her career in public service in the greater Buffalo area. Sexist pigs. In Congress. <laughs> And was twice elected lieutenant governor. Here to drop tonight's ceremonial first puck, a champion of women's rights and leader of the great state of New York. Oh boy. Please welcome Governor Kathy Hochul. There is not one cheer. Joining Governor Hochul Listen. at Center Ice Ducks alternate captain Adam Henrique and Rangers alternate captain Jacob Truba. Can I hear that? Pause it. Come back. Come back. What was that? Back. What was that? Let's go, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear that when you put it in? I could, did not. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> There's one more. Nice. <laughs> nice. So she gets booed. Uh, unmercifully, I don't. How can you boo women? Do you hate women? No, I hate her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. I hate her. Yes. And there's nothing you can do about it. Like, oh, it's just so good. It's just so good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Her that, face, though. I was watching her, her face. She was like, Ooh. she didn't know what to do. She looked so nervous. Oh. And so, it, pe- the people are done. They are done in such big ways. That's why you're having Biden allow illegals to come in because they're going to just stuff them with mail-in ballots and and try to because they know they have nothing. They have nothing. 
How crazy would it be if the illegals don't even want to vote for Joe Biden? Because I have a story in the prep. There's several. I mean, it's not just one. It's like three different polls showing that Democrats, uh, Hispanic support for Democrats has collapsed. Like Hispanics are now saying they'd vote for the generic Republican. The generic Republican over the the Democrat, generic Democrat. And it's in three different, it's in one poll. It's amazing what is happening in this world that people are more aware and more awake. And there's still not enough aware and awake. Don't get me wrong. But there's more than you realize. This is, this is what we all need to realize. There, there is a, there's a lot more to it, okay? There's a lot more to it. Matter of fact, I'll tell you about that when we get back because I, I have, it's, it's, it's the kind of thing that warms my heart. I know and some people are extremely pessimistic and you have every right to be. Every right to be extremely pessimistic um, when you when you sit back and you say, man, I just I, they didn't do enough to 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 ban ballot drop boxes and this. Now, listen, I'm, I'm, I got you. I un- I completely understand. We're all. We're all very apprehensive, but. But. Um, I think there's such a tidal wave coming, and we'll get to the story with Douglas Schoen, but I'll give you the quick one about uh, the Hispanic support, because it really is an amazing thing. And this goes against all the stupid stuff that John McCain and George Bush said, you know, you got to give amnesty if you want the Hispanic vote. No, you actually don't. And that's a big deal. We'll get to all of it coming up. Don't go anywhere. KNST. Oh, and I have a great story. Proof of COVID is dead. COVID is dead. I, well, I'll get to that, too. I had a lot to get to. We're just getting started. KNST AM 792 sounds most. Garrett Lewis with you. It is your morning ritual. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. So um, there there is uh, all kinds of different research now. And Breitbart uh, kind of summed them all up, which is pretty cool. There was a a poll done um, by RMG Research. And this is back in December. There's all these different polls. It found a 42% swing from Democrats to Republicans among Hispanic voters since 2018. A 42% swing since 2018. Wow. Um, In December, 48% of Hispanic voters supported a generic Republican over a generic Democrat. 46% said they supported the Democrat. That is remarkable. That was in December. What do you think it is now, right? Last week, Wall Street Journal poll found the gap widening in Republicans' favor even more. By nine points, Hispanic voters in that new poll said they would back a Republican candidate for Congress over a Democrat. A nine-point lead. That is... That is Tremendous. A Democrat polling firm 
found in a study published in December that 40% of Hispanic voters are concerned about Democrats embracing socialism. NBC did some reports on this that although the socialism concern is more prominent in Florida, it's, it is not confirmed there, citing the results of this research study. But it really, so they're worried about socialism. Um, that is another incredible story. So if you can go back, I remember back, I'm old enough to remember 2005 after Bush won re-election. He embraced the McCain-Kennedy amnesty. Remember that? John McCain, Ted Kennedy, both dead now. And uh, they wanted uh, amnesty for, at that time it was 11 million. Now we're told it's 11 million. It's always 11 million illegals. It's probably 41 million, 11, uh, 41 million illegal aliens right now. Um, they want, and then Republicans pushed back voters and they, they, had to, they had to trash it. But all you heard from John McCain is, well, if you want, yeah, if you want a Hispanic vote, we're not going to go anywhere with Hispanic vote. And it's hot down here. And, and you know, here's the thing. If, if you, if, if you, if you want to win, yeah, yeah, you have, you have to give amnesty. What an insult to Hispanics that they only care that they get, that people that look like them, they came here illegally, get amnesty. That's the best way to win the vote. That is, that is crazy. Crazy. But. It's, it's how you lose it. Ex- exactly. Trump did the complete opposite and crushed 16 career politicians. Well, ben, alienate. Ben, 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 uh, uh, ben Carson was not a career politician, but, you know, he, he beat them all. He beat them all. So, you know, we're seeing a major, major shift. And, uh, and it's just all about, obviously, common sense. And this is what people want. So... I'm glad about that. Uh, real quick, I found this to be funny. Um, you have evidence that COVID is dead. Now, we know COVID is dead. Now, granted, again, these Democrats would love to somehow keep power in the midterms and then slap the mask back on everybody's face, and we're going to tell you, you, if you ever try, but that's what they would do, right? That's what they would do. But you can tell COVID is dead when a story is out, and this is, this is a, apparently a big thing, at least for Starbucks, Starbucks wants to phase out disposable cups by 2025. I go back to the good old days. Remember when the argument paper versus plastic straws? When you laughed at the liberals, we need the, the paper straws. They just they don't work. They're awful. That was the big argument. Life was simple back then. We had Trump as president. We had a great economy. We had a secure border. So we got to argue about paper straws. And how about this Starbucks, the awful bitter coffee that it is. They're looking to phase out disposable cups. Now, people are paying, you know, you even just like a regular cup of coffee for like six bucks. How would you like a tax on that cup? Like, how are you going to do this? People want the coffee to go. That's all they care about. Starbucks wants customers to choose between using their own personal mug. I love this in a convenient way. What's convenient about that? Or borrowing, borrowing a reusable cup from their cafe. And they're thinking, like, well, can you leave, like, a deposit? A deposit for the cup, and then you bring it back. Yeah, that's what people want, right? I don't think you're aware of this yet, but uh, when you go shopping in California, you have to pay I won't go shopping 10, 25 in cents, I think, for a bag from that's, the store. That's a bag, a plastic for bag. bag. They're talking about, like, reusable actual mugs that, like, go in a dishwasher. Okay. You can hold on to that in your car. Is that what you're going to do? Here's the thing. They had a test. Yeah, again, you could tell COVID is dead okay. when this is a news story. 
consumers paid a deposit of $1. So you're going to pay 7 bucks, 8 bucks, 9 whatever it is for this stupid coffee. One, they deposit $1 and had to give the cup back to a smart bin in the cafe to get their deposit returned to them. And they got rewards for using the reusable cup. Is it worth it for you? They uh, one, one executive said they're also testing an incentive on the personal cup to go from where it's today from $0.10 cents to $0.50. Cents. An incentive. Wait, 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 an incentive? They're experimenting with discounted prices. For people who use a Starbucks-provided ceramic mug uh, in stores. We're going to just jack up the price. It's just so much waste. All of a sudden, you worry about getting a COVID shot and uh, and showing your COVID ID passport to now saying, oh, but there's just so much waste. There's so much waste. Can I provide a little insight? No. What? I uh, I think they're the doing waste. this, as you said, to raise profits. But I also, they, they're, they have been paying a lot of money to these dummies and services and goods and they're still not happy enough now with the minimum wage going you talk, up you're talking about the workers i'm talking yeah to the baristas who want to own a home a three hundred thousand dollar home being a barista part-time yeah uh so i think they're trying to to recoup some uh some of the stuff that they've been giving out they've been doing so that this is how they're going to hide it is Possibly. anybody gonna do you think anybody's going to care you know no i don't want a stupid cup i'm not paying a dollar for I it agree. just give me the damn plastic cup let me go um and look they're not the only ones like all of a sudden you're you're seeing these uh what is this the uh the other ones pop up on corners um dutch bros dutch bros i i've been there once uh we were at a roller hockey tournament in yuma <laughs> last month <laughs> yes and uh and you're just hanging out all day and it's kind of cool and the the adults had a couple of beverages you know in between the games and you're up really early and you're watching games all day so I went with another dad, and uh, we were sent by the wives, go get some coffee. We need to pick me up. It's like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. All right, we'll go get some coffee. We weren't drunk. Go get some coffee. I drive up, and I'm like, can I get a coffee? Like just coffee in a cup with some cream and, sh- and sugar. Nope. They looked at me like I was a freaking alien. Yep. And they're like, you mean like like, like, like coffee in, like in, in a cup, like an Americano? I'm like, I don't know what the hell you call it. I literally just want coffee. In a cup. And she looked at me. And I'm like, holy, holy crap. Like, I, everybody's all of a sudden saying, Dutch Bros, because they have kids standing outside. Now Starbucks is doing it too. Um, I'm like, what? Wait. So she puts something in. I go to the, I go to the window and the guy's like, so you know, like, the amount of coffee, like, it's an espresso and we like add water because like a little bit. And I go, dude, I just want freaking coffee in a cup. Like, you have coffee drinks. Don't put all the crap in it. Just put the coffee in there. With sure, and I'm I'm like generally a nice person because I I worked in the service industry, coffee in a damn cup, and it's not their fault. But like, how can you not just say a regular freaking coffee in a cup? You should have went to Starbucks. No, I hate because that they too. don't sell that. They're a Dutch Bros. They sell. In I don't my, know what they in sell. my estimation, coffee it, that's watered down with a lot of sugar and creamers and stuff. And I'm just it's just, it's like a dessert. I I, I, I listen. <laughs> like I know. five thousand. I, I, I was dessert. I was told that uh, I was told that 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 they had great snacks. muffin tops years ago too. So we drove by to get the kids muffin top. They have prepackaged crap in. A, I'm like, it's not like a fresh muffin. They took the tops off like Elaine wanted. What are it's, you expecting? I don't. I don't. I, it's so good. What do you mean it's so good? It's a it's a freaking processed. What do you want anyway? Look, man, I'm I'm with you in a, in a lot of aspects. I am with you, but you need to know better You're about the these worst. things. And you got to remember You're that when worst. people say, "Oh, it's so good," 
you remember who you're talking to, whoever these people may be. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I don't. That's why I don't trust anybody. That's why I only trust my own opinion on things. Uh, we that's stop what it. They are. We stop it. Oh, drink the coffee. Drink the coffee. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm I think over your parents have it right though when it comes to coffee. Who's your parents? What are you talking about? You told me a long time ago they drink it black. Yeah, they do. There you go. Black and strong. Black coffee matters. We'll continue. Don't go anywhere. It's wait, KNSC. Wait, wait. Wait. I'm, I'm going <laughs> why, quickly. Why are you doing that? Because I'm late. I just saw the clock. Wow. It, it, Put on KNSC. Six thirty-three. Nothing you ask me surprises me, Ryan. Why wouldn't I Nothing ask you that? How long have I known you? You ask me surprises me. Don't answer that question. Gary Lewis with you. It is your morning ritual. KNST AM seven ninety two. Sons most stimulating talk. Um. So. Uh, Zelensky just addressed Congress and is asking for air support. Uh, the The Biden administration is saying if we give air support, it it uh, it it could it could lead to a war because it might be viewed if it might be viewed as an act of aggression if we give them our planes because that's what you know Russia's really toast at that point. Think about it really quick. By the way, it's been like three weeks since Putin invaded Ukraine and the Russian army has not conquered the country. It's it's a horrible fight. There's too many innocent people being killed. Uh, Zelensky claims he's, he's, his people have killed 13,000 Russian soldiers. I'm like, wow, is, is that true? I don't know what to believe. But it seems to me that Russia is fading quickly, right? Uh, it's going to start getting even more hairy at home as more people are pissed. Um, and, and it's not looking good for Putin. And, and it looks like if the Ukrainians can just do the you know, wait this out, that they might be able to actually hold off Russia. If Russia hasn't done this by now, are they ever really going to do it? Right? Are they ever? So maybe, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe we shouldn't give, obviously, the aircraft. I, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm just, like, it just seems to me that, again, the, the, the Russian army isn't as good as we thought. Putin is going to be running out of money at some point. I think China realizes we don't really want to be with this loser and and they're just they're just going to run out of even their military having the morale. Right? That to me that's that's what it's going to 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 come down as well. So it's just it's weird all around and it's awful. It is awful uh what what Putin has done. Uh, but I, we don't need to send Americans in. We don't need World War Three either. We don't need that. Uh, so that's that's pretty much all I have for that. Um, we are going to have Congressman Biggs. I just got confirmation at eight oh five this morning, and I'll talk about this real quick too. Uh, the fact that I mean th- this is a good sign that there's starting to be a lot of pressure from Republicans and Democrats to end mask mandates on on planes and federal transportation. Um, I'm going to get to that coming up. Do not go anywhere. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, right here. Dot com. Garrett Lewis with you. I am late. 644. KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Too much talking about coffee on this damn show, Ryan. Um, number one, the Senate voted 57 to 40. Thanks to Rand Paul to repeal the mask mandate for planes, things like that. Uh, eight Democrats voted with Republicans 
including Mark Kelly because he's so desperate, and Kirsten Sinema. Mitt Romney voted against it. Does it? We don't know if Pelosi will even allow this to be voted upon. Uh, and then Congressman Andy Biggs is going to join us at 8.05. He's part of a group of uh, seven, uh, 16 House members uh, challenging the CDC in a lawsuit of their mask mandate on planes. So that's a, that's a good thing. Second thing I think you need to know, British Airways and Virgin Atlantic have removed mask mandates on flights. How about them apples? How about them apples? We'll have more on that coming up, too. Third thing, I think you need to know, HB 2495 says public schools can't use sexually explicit material in any manner in the classroom. And I'll explain more news at 705, uh, but it basically bans porn. You know, you have all these crazy stories that they all read this, you know. The one Shiri Sapir, who's running for state superintendent of school, said where, you know, they talked about guy having sex with a dog and all this stuff. Not one Democrat voted for this. It passed the House party lines. It just passed a Senate Education Committee. Not one Democrat voted for it there. Democrats are fine with porn in the classroom. And I am not a prude. Three things I think you need to know. Why are you looking at me that way? I say some of the dirtiest things there are on this show that I can get away with. Yes. Get out of my face. So, um... Uh, this this is uh, this is a big deal, by the way. British Airways, world's first major airline, were to remove mask mandates, and then it was followed by Virgin Atlantic. Oh, when competition happens, can you imagine the first airline? I mean, I, can't they? I guess they can't they challenge? It's not like it's a law. Well, if you want to do this, the TSA and the CDC and blah blah blah. Get out of here. So. Um, this was announced on Twitter, <laughs> of all places. They said they want people to make their own personal choice. Uh, that was Virgin. Um, British Airways did say there'll be an exception for flights to countries with their own restrictions and legal requirements, like America. Um, this is what needs to happen here. It, the pressure is on. Just like enough is enough. Enough is enough. I'm I'm just hoping this is... I hope they feel the damn pressure. So now you have this bill that Rand Paul put in. And Rand Paul gave a great 20-minute speech yesterday about uh, basically calling out everything, how masks don't work because the, the size of the China virus goes right through the mask. He did everything. He called out the theater, the studies that prove they don't work. He did everything like that. It was it was really I mean he's 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 on it, right? And I want to be done with this stupid mask crap. Um but now we have again this this tremendous tremendous bill. Path fifty seven forty two. Like Democrats know when there are eight Democrats that vote with Republicans to end mask mandates on airplanes and federal transportation, uh, you know one, the temperature of the country, because those eight Democrats want to keep their job. One of them is Mark Kelly. Mark Kelly. The problem is, again, Nancy Pelosi. There's, they don't know if Nancy Pelosi is going to even allow a vote on this. Uh, Mitt Rom- Once again, Mitt Romney, the only Republican to vote to keep masks on people's faces on airplanes. He also was the only Republican, by the way. He joined all the Democrats um, in a committee to keep kids Children under the age of five masked up if they're part if they are in the federal Head Start program. 
Mitt Romney is a child abuser. That dude's just a weird guy. He's just a weirdo. He is beyond. He's just there's so, there's a lot wrong with that guy. A lot wrong with that guy. So you have that, and then you have uh, this Thomas Massey, who is a great freedom congressman, a great freedom freedom congressman, uh, who is spearheading this lawsuit. Rand Paul's part of it from the Senate, and then it's Thomas Massey and 16 other House members, including Congressman Andy Biggs, will be on at 8.05. That they're saying enough is enough. Uh, Massey tweeted out, 16 of my colleagues and I have filed a lawsuit against the CDC. The lawsuit seeks to end the CDC's illegal mask mandate for individuals traveling on commercial airlines. And he said uh, in the press release, Congress never, never passed a law requiring masks on commercial flights. This lawsuit targets the faceless bureaucrats who are behind the CDC's unscientific regulation so that this illegal mask mandate can be brought to a permanent end. Uh, and, and I'll be on an airplane next month at some point. I'll tell you more about that next month. But I've been on a plane. Like We went, we went to Florida last July, and my wife, is, and, and she is brave, and she's out of her comfort zone, and she is comfortable being uncomfortable. But she got mad at me because we can't get thrown off this flight. We're going on vacation. I mean, I didn't wear a, a mask until I got to the gate to get on the damn plane. Walking, around. Nobody at the airport's going to say anything to you. Nobody cares. You know, you go check in your bags. They're not going to say anything. They don't care. Give me your bag. Go. I gotta, I'm done. I'm done. So enough is enough. The TSA put out a statement that the CDC will work with government agencies to help inform a revised policy framework for when and under what circumstances masks should be required in the public transportation corridor. Basically, we have more. Uh, well, well, we can't do it. They'll do it. They'll tell us this, that. I mean, they could just say, get out of here. It's recommended. There's not a law. That's the whole point. People need to understand this stuff. And they have to be brave and say, screw it. I guarantee, I haven't, I haven't flown in a while, but I guarantee... If you go to an airport, almost nobody is wearing a mask walking around the actual airport. So it was extended 30 more days from March 18th to April 18th. Pissed me off. Because at some point in that time period, I'm going to get on an airplane. And I was so hoping it would be done. I was so hoping it would be done. Um, so, but the country wants it over. That's why I'm like, dude, the Democrats are just so stupid. They do everything backwards. And they do it for a reason. You have Democrats calling for Biden to, to use his executive power to ban drilling for oil on federal land as gas continues to go up, which it shouldn't, but it should be dropping. Isn't it funny how price of gas goes up instantaneously? And now that oil is below 100, you're not really seeing the price of gas go down, are you? Dude, they're scam artists just like the government. Just, I mean, I, I get it, but it just we, we're the ones that pay the price, but this is crazy. So they do that, and then people want the masks off the planes. Nobody's wearing a mask anywhere nowadays. So it would be a big win if Biden actually did this. I have a feeling at some point in the next week or two that it might happen. You know, we're seeing a lot of stuff. We're going we're gonna to actually let people make the choice again because I think the pressure is going to get too damn big. Uh, the only person that's wearing a mask, I was watching yesterday, the Pima County Supervisors meeting, Adelita Grajalva was, was wearing a mask at the Supervisors meeting because she's such a moron. Again, you could actually choose to live a healthier lifestyle 
But if you want to think that that mask is what's going to keep you alive and healthy, you go with that, lady. You go with that. Hopefully her dad is wearing one as well. Yeah, yeah. Sure he is. Hate for him to get sick again. Sure he is. It would be funny if her dad's not wearing one on the house floor because you don't have to wear one anymore, but she's wearing one at the stupid meeting. I mean, just just so dumb. Just so dumb. Anyway, uh, we'll have more with this on this with, uh, with Congressman Biggs at 8.05. Uh, so do not miss that. 7.05, we have to get to a lot here, too. Uh, 7.05. Uh, again, this, and I'll get you the details of this bill that, that it's flying through. It should, it's going to go to the full Senate for a vote. Not one Democrat has supported ending porn used in classroom materials. Uh, it's basically what it is. We'll get to it all. Don't go anywhere. Morning ritual, Garrett Lewis. 659, Garrett Lewis with you here. KNST AM 792, Sons most stimulating talk. Not only am I going to get into... Uh, how, uh, again, not one Democrat voted to end sexually explicit material being taught in the classroom. And I'll get into the details of what is that. Uh, but now Democrats are realizing their own their own rules that they put in place to cheat to win elections are biting them in the butt. Remember the San Francisco uh, school board getting voted out? Do you know in San Francisco, they made it? Whoa, 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 whoa. You got me. Sniper, you know in San Francisco, they, they actually have... They call USA.com. Call Strombill, the most comfortable call you'll ever make. Yes, it is. Hi, Gary Lewis with you. It's Trump Day. KNST AM 792 Sons, most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know brought to you by Strombill Plumbing, Air, and Solar. Number one, uh, masks on planes, planes, planes. The Senate votes 57-40, bipartisan, to repeal the mask mandates for planes. Doesn't mean Pelosi's going to bring it up in the House to allow it to get uh, voted upon. But eight Democrats, including Mark Kelly and Kirsten Sinema, voted with Republicans to get rid of them. There's also a lawsuit, and by the way, Mitt Romney voted to keep it. Uh, uh, Congressman Biggs can join us in an hour. He's part of a lawsuit um, that uh, has 16 House members and Senator Rand Paul, I believe, challenging the cdc saying your mask made out on planes is illegal so hopefully they can make that happen oh and i just put it on my social media i'll stick it on facebook too even though i'm getting shadow banned uh british airwaves and virgin atlantic have said we are dropping the mask mandates on planes uh but british airways says we'll keep it if a country has it like america where you have to do it but other than that it's your choice second thing it's a lot there second thing i think you need to know uh is hb 2495 it passed the House without a Democrat vote, passed a Senate committee without a Democrat vote, and now goes to full Senate, and it calls for public schools to never be able to use any sexually explicit material in any manner in the classroom. And not one Democrat voted for that. Slime balls. Slime balls. It's what they are. I'll get into details on that as well. Third thing, I think you need to know House Democrats want Joe Biden to use his executive power to declare climate change an emergency and ban oil drilling on federal land as we have gas prices at about five bucks a gallon here in the state of Arizona, getting close to five bucks and over five bucks for an average of the country. Just crazy. Three things I think you need to know. Um, so I, I noticed this, and it, isn't it telling again that Democrats, we went over this yesterday, not one of them voted to give parents the power to say, no, you can't mask my kid in school. Not one Democrat voted for academic transparency, so parents see exactly what is being taught, the materials being used to be posted on the school website. It's uploading the the lesson plan, basically. It's all it is. 
Not one Democrat voted for that. These are some sick people, these Democrats in the state of Arizona. I mean, they're sick everywhere, but definitely here too. And now this bill, HB 2495, it is very easy, very simple. Not one Democrat voted for this in the House. It was 31 to 28, one no vote. Not one Democrat voted to ban sexually explicit materials from being used in the classroom. And again, I am no prude. I am no prude by any stretch of the imagination. I hope you realize this. I think you do. It now went to a Senate committee yesterday, and the Senate Education Committee voted on party lines. Not one Democrat voted for it either. You want to know what it is? Here it is. It's very simple. It's literally a one-page bill. And this is for public schools. A public school in this state may not refer to students to or use any sexually explicit material in any manner. Now, there are exemptions. If it's classical literature, if it's early American literature, if it's required book for a course to obtain college credit, that's it. And then the public school requires written parental consent before the public school refers a student to or uses the exempted material. And the public school shall require parental consent on a per-material basis. That's a good thing, right? Parents need to know. Can't sneak this on through. This might be a shock, and I don't have teenagers yet. Ryan had, he has one, and one out. And shocking, the kids don't always tell the parents what exactly is going on, even when a parent asks. You're correct. Right. Uh, The public schools shall provide students for whom parental consent is not secured uh, an alternative assignment. That doesn't contain sexually explicit material. This is too much. I'm a teacher. You're making my, making my life difficult. Okay, ready for this? What is sexually explicit material? It includes text, visual, or audio materials, or materials accessed via any other medium that depict any of the following. Very simple. Three things. One, sexual conduct. For the purposes of the paragraph, that means masturbation, sexual intercourse, physical contact with a person's clothed or unclothed genitals, pubic area, buttocks, or if such person is a female, a breast. And yes, only women have the breasts. Two, sexual excitement. For the purposes of the paragraph, that means the condition of human male or female genitals when in a state of sexual stimulation or arousal. Because we've heard these things. Three, ultimate sexual acts. Sorry, I'm thinking all these immature things at this point, but I'm an adult and I can do it in that aspect. That means sexual intercourse, vaginal or the other way, fellatio, other stuff, bestiality or things I just don't want to, I can't read on the radio for a dollar, Alex. Uh, Bestiality or sodomy, because I remember when we had Shiri Sapir on it, there was a book given to kids, I think it was, it was at a Scottsdale school, I forget which one, maybe it was Paradise Valley, maybe it was Paradise Valley School, where they talked about a dude and a dog getting it on. And I'm like, wait, what? What? So, yes, some, you know, crazy sex, basically crazy sex. Kids shouldn't be reading it in the school. The assignment shouldn't be given. And that's just the way it is. What's the point? There are a million books out there, a million things to do, a million things to read. So it can't groom the kids. A sexual act is simulated when it depicts explicit sexual activity that gives the appearance of 
consummation of ultimate sex acts, sexual acts. So that's it. Basically saying, all right, there's no reason to put this crazy stuff out there. And there are all kinds of examples of it. All kinds of examples. Um, so knowing this, what does it say to you that not one Democrat voted to basically ban porn from being used in the classroom? What does it say to you? Anything? You could also tell me that I'm a prude and I'm wrong about this and blah, 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 blah. But like, these are the good things. They're, they're actually, look, there's things that are frustrating and there are really, really bad things happening in the classroom. And teachers sneak stuff in there. Administrators sneak stuff in there. And I wish we didn't need these stinking bills, but we have too many slime balls that are teachers. Not all of them, but too many. And too many slime balls that are administrators that protect these people. And we're on to them now. We wouldn't need this if it wasn't happening. It's as simple as that. Do we have the Shiri Sapir sound? I think we have Shiri Sapir sound bites of her going over this stuff. S-H-I-R-Y. Um, didn't label. I, th- I think that's, I think those are them. Can you want to just play that real quick? Um, just, just listen. When she was testifying at, at, a, at a legislative committee. Here we go. Good afternoon, Madam Chair, members of the committee. My name is Sherry Sapir. I am a candidate for superintendent of public instruction, the mother of three children, and I'm here to, to speak in support of HB 2495 on behalf of myself. Uh, first of all, I want to thank Representative uh, uh, Hoffman for bringing this, this forth. Yeah. I'm actually shocked that he has to. It seems to me that in a decent and sane society, we should not even have this conversation. Pornography should not come in front of children inside mm. of a building or outside of a building that is a school or not. Uh, allow me to read um, from an assignment that was given to uh, students in the Paradise Valley Paradise School Valley. District. With each blow, the girl yelping pain as grinning gray-haired Mosley became clearly aroused, and after the beating, he made her perform a sex act on him. His Jew-hating father, who had Hitler as a guest of honor at his marriage, would have been proud of his warped son's command of German. Give you another example from that same book. She told me about her favorite thread. It was started by a guy who is genuinely in love with his dog, and his dog went in heat, and so he went around collecting samples and injecting them into his penis, and he effed the full word, his dog, and got her pregnant, and there are his puppies. This is an assignment <laughs> in a school in Paradise Valley. When Representative Hoffman brings this kind of bill in front of you, this is what he's talking about. These are the kind of materials that we don't want in front of our kids. This is that bill, HB 2495, passed through the House. Passed through the House. Not one Democrat votes for it. Passed through a Senate committee. Not one Democrat votes for it. Why do Democrats want to inject our kids' brains with this kind of stuff? You can comment. I mean, you could have any kind of opinion you'd like. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I'll even even put the text of this, Bill. I'll take the screenshots. I'll stick it up at knst.com for you to see. Uh, I have much more coming up. Do not go anywhere. It is dot com. Tell my Garrett Central. Seven twenty one. Garrett Lewis with you. Happy Trump Day. KNST AM seven ninety two. Sons most stimulating talk. 
Perverted Democrats, man. Just sickos. This is what we're dealing with. So I'm glad that this bill is going right on through. There are good things happening. Imagine how good it's going to be when you get Carrie Lake in there in the governor's office. You get get Abe Hamaday in there at the AG. You get uh, the, the trifecta we have down here. In Justine Wadzak, Corey McGar, Rachel Jones, and others. So we have a, a, a we grow the majorities with actual real conservatives, and they group together to basically say, uh, "If you want our vote, you better do what I say. You better do what we want." Like we we are heading in the right direction. Again, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Uh, I'm feeling good about it. You don't hear, by the way, anything from Ducey. Or anybody outraged about the whole precinct committeeman thing? That's kind of going away, isn't it? Like I'm not, I'm not forgetting it. Uh, and, and just so you know, real quick too, I was told that uh, there, there is the, the lady that took crying Brett Roberts' spot as a state representative, Teresa Martinez. She got up before the legislative district eleven crowd and said, "How great of a man Vince Leach is, and a statesman, and blah 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 blah." That lady is a complete and total fraud and sellout and establishment. She voted for it too. They all voted for it. Any regret? Oh man! And she, uh, she's in over her head. She does not need to be there. Plus, she's a big fan of that Juan Siscomani guy, who is uh, apparently running for Congress. He is Ducifer in the establishment's choice to take on uh, the will be open seat for Ann Kirkpatrick. Uh, Anchor Patrick's seat, and and she's uh, uh Juan is of course in the primary against Kathleen Wynn. So t- when you're when you're a fan of that Siskamani guy, that's bad news. And by the way, what what has it been a week now since that this this guy named Fernando called up the show and said, "You say all these things. Would you have him on your show?" Yep, yep. Tell him to contact me. Still haven't been contacted, and it's never going to happen because they just know there's there's no win in it for them. There's it's just not. There's just no win. So, uh, it's it's just it's not going to happen. Okay, it's not going to happen. Um, speaking of uh, again of hypocrites and things like that, this now the, you had the supervisors meeting here in Pima County yesterday in person. They they had the social distancing in effect. So many chairs not available. It was so dumb. So they actually had people out there instead of calling in on the phone. People were allowed to look at the the faces, except for Matt Hines who didn't want to be there, so he traveled to a random hotel and did uh, the Zoom call in because he's, he's an idiot, a uh, horrible doctor, and a hypocrite and just a bad human being. But other than that, uh, he has that going for him. So uh, the only supervisor that I saw wearing a mask was Adelita Grijalva because, again, uh, since COVID started, has she dramatically changed the way she looks? Is she living a healthier lifestyle? No, it's the mask. The mask and the COVID shot, it's good. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. So I want you to hear there, there was a lady who went off on, on them and Fauci and everything they're doing. And then as her time was expiring, as Adelita's sitting there in her stupid mask, you'll hear it, number 15, right? This lady holds up pictures of Adelita Grijalva hanging around people in public not wearing a mask. <laughs> and Sharon the driver gets a little miffed. Listen to this. Bye. I just want to show pictures of Adelita out and about. Okay, your time has expired. No mask. No mask. All right. Your time. As Adelita's sitting there in a mask, this lady's like, look at these pictures. She's out and about without a mask. 
I was waiting for Rex Scott to look uh, at Adelaide and go, I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I think that's, uh, I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. Uh, on, on a related note, by the way, now just know this. There's a story, baynews9.com, in the Tampa Bay area. Tampa Bay is in Hillsborough County, Florida. Well, Hillsborough County voted to end the state of emergency. No kidding, right? In Florida, they're ending it. They're ending it. Two years and five days to slow the spread, which was 15 days, right? Flatten the curve. Two years, five days. This is the amazing part of it. Why did they do it? They claim the positivity rate is down to 2.9% from 9.7 in June of last year. Sure, whatever. Um, They did a study. A new Moffitt Cancer Center study shows positivity rate may have been much higher than officially reported. Okay, you have that. And you ready for this one? Researchers studied nearly 900 people in Hillsborough County. This is all from baynews9.com. They asked them questions about their behavior during the pandemic and conducted antibody testing. Turns out they, they realized... People with the the amount of people with antibodies is about double the official number. Evidence of antibodies was found in 19.5% of this test group. Double the official number. They're like, oh man, it looks like we might have more people that have protection than we realized. And then it says, you ready for this? Researchers also found masks had little to no impact on the spread of the virus. With researchers saying nearly 100% of the respondents said they wore masks. You know, if you put that on social media, this news story... A few months ago, you'd have gotten banned. The yeah. of social distancing did play a role, according to researchers. 11% of those who studied reported they did nothing to avoid large crowds or gatherings, just 11. So the others, oh, yeah, did. Oh, yeah. No, get out of here. So there you go. Well, what does that mean? Were they wearing them correctly? Were they wearing them not? Dude, they almost all wear masks, and it didn't, it didn't stop anybody from getting the China virus. They don't work. And you get Adelita sitting there in her stupid little mask. Get out of here. Her entire staff was masked up. Just a bunch of virtue signaling losers. Like, you just look dumb. You just look beyond stupid. We'll talk to, again, Congressman Biggs at 805 about this because he's part of the lawsuit uh, going after the CDC, claiming that the uh, mask mandate on airplanes is illegal. Again, British Airways. Um What's the Virgin Atlantic? They both have said no more mask mandates on our flights. We're good. This is some big stuff right here. This is some big stuff. Uh, much more coming up. Do not go anywhere. I don't want you to miss it. KNST AM 792 Sons. Most com. 7.42, Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. Tree things. I think you need to know, number one. Um, which one do you want to start? Oh, I like this one the best. Again, uh, big lawsuit happening now. Uh, Andy Biggs is part of it. Congressman Biggs will join us at 805. Uh, and they, he and uh, 16 others in the House are suing the CDC over the illegal mask mandate on airplanes. This is on the heels of yesterday in the Senate. 57 to 40 vote to repeal the mask mandates for planes. Eight Democrats voted with the Republicans including Mark Kelly, because he's desperate, and Kirsten Cinema. Mitt Romney voted to keep the, the mask mandate, by the way. Um, and, and this is on the heels of the second thing I think you need to know. British Airwaves and Virgin Atlantic said no more masks on planes, no more mask mandate. You want to wear one, you go ahead, but we're not going to mandate it. 
It's going to happen. It has to happen. Third thing I think you need to know, the Democrats, the crazy commies in the, in the House want Biden to use his executive power to declare climate change an emergency and ban oil drilling on federal land. It's the right time for that one, isn't it? Three things I think you need to know. Now, people are starting to get it, by the way, right? It's, it is happening. I've been playing you Bill Maher sound bites. I've been playing you even Trevor Noah. I've never watched The Daily Show with him. I just don't care. I guess there is a segment that does. John Stewart, I think, had more of an impact. But even, even Trevor Noah realizes this whole science isn't science. Uh, he's talking about, and I talked about it briefly yesterday, Kyrie Irving of the New Jersey Nets said, I'm not getting a COVID shot. So the NBA said, fine, you can't play. And he still got paid. He's going to pay like $17 million to not play. What a deal that is, right? So he's like, whatever. And he's holding strong. And then the NBA is like, all right, you don't need a COVID shot to play, except that Kyrie Irving is in uh, Brooklyn. It's Brooklyn Nets. And in New York City, the rules are, that's part of New York City. Uh, you got to love this. In New York City, you don't have to now prove you have a COVID shot. No more COVID passports to get inside somewhere. But if you work inside somewhere, you have to, you have to actually have received the COVID shot. Does that make sense? So anyway, Kyrie goes inside. He, he's courtside without a mask. You don't have to wear one. Watching the game. But then when he goes in the locker room, the NBA fines him $50,000. Because he's unvaxxed. So Trevor Noah, even Trevor Noah is like, what the hell's going on here? Listen to this. Restrictions are being lifted so quickly that things are getting a little confusing. You know? Like, for example, okay. Right here in New York City, Mayor Eric Adams has lifted the rule that you have to be vaccinated to attend indoor events. Okay? That's gone. But... There is still a rule that you have to be vaccinated to go to your workplace. Ah. So if someone's job is at an indoor event, they can't go to work. But they can show up to work to watch their colleagues do their thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is exactly what happened this weekend. A big matchup at Barclay Center with the Nets awesome. taking on the Knicks. But Kyrie Irving, who's ineligible to play in the city for failing to comply with the vaccine mandate for city workers, he might have stolen the show. He attended the game as a fan and watched his Nets win from the sidelines. He paid for a ticket, just like a regular person. Mm. Yeah, guys, I, I, I don't care like how COVID compliant you are. Like This makes zero sense. Can we agree on that? Can we what? So Kyrie can go inside, not wear a mask, even hug a teammate, but he cannot play. I don't get it. Why? Does the ball have a weak immune system? What's going on? <laughs> it's actually I mean, it's funny. crazy. Just think about it. Just think about it. Kyrie can't play, but he can sit in the stands, right? Like a fan. And then as a fan, what happens if he gets picked to take the half court shot to win the car? Can he do that? What are those rules? How does it work? That's actually funny. Yep, and then throw me up over there real quick. Kevin Durant, uh, Brooklyn Net teammate, Nets teammate of Kyrie Irving, he went off on New York City's Mayor Eric Adams. Listen to this. It's a second mandate that says he can come in but can't play. Yeah, I don't get it. It just feels like at this point now, somebody's trying to make a statement or a point um, to flex their authority. Um, but, you know, everybody out here looking for attention, and that's when I feel like the – the mayor wants right now some attention, you know, um, but he'll figure it out soon. He better, um, but it just didn't make any sense. Like it's unvaxxed people in this building already. We got a guy who uh, can come into the building. I guess, are they fearing our safety? With, like, I don't get it. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're all confused. Pretty much everybody in the world is confused at this point early on in the season. 
you know, people didn't understand what was going on, but now it just looks stupid. So hopefully, Eric, you, you got to figure this out. There it is. People are starting to come around. And then I'm waiting for them to go, so I have to wear a mask to the seat at the table, but then I can take it off? People still haven't figured that out, by the way. I still go to some restaurants, and there are still some total complete dolts that walk to the table with the mask and then take it off. And if they really think that, well, COVID doesn't get you when you're sitting down, only when you're standing up, then why make kids wear the mask? They're short. So there is hope. There is hope. I hope people start realizing what the heck is going on now, right? What is going on? Now, this is even better. Well, maybe it's just as good. So it was, what, last month or a month and a half ago? uh, In San Francisco, they did a recall of three school board members. And liberals in San Francisco voted out on a three-to-one margin. Like it was about, on average, about 75% of the vote to recall each member of this school board because they wanted to keep the schools closed. They wanted to rename them because they said that if you, you know, name it after uh, Lincoln, he's a white supremacist or something. And people had enough, even in liberal San Francisco, they had enough. And apparently one of the reasons that uh, these liberals were voted out is because, are you, are you ready for this now? Let me bring you back to October 27th of last year. San Francisco supervisors approve permanent non-citizen voting in Board of Education elections. You heard that right? The supervisors, just like here in Pima County, San Francisco, they approved non-citizens the ability to vote in Board of Education elections. In 2016, San Francisco voters passed Proposition N that allowed non-citizens to vote. They were the first city in America to allow immigrant or illegal immigrant parents to vote. It was going to expire in 2022. So in San Francisco, like, we're better than everybody. We're going to allow non-citizens to vote. Well, apparently they realized what helped get these three liberals recalled were the votes of non-citizens in San Francisco. It, this You can't make up this stuff. So a lawsuit has now been dropped. See, they have a lot of Asian, either illegal or legal immigrants, but they're non-citizens. Right? That's that's what it was. San Jose, by the way, is considering a similar measure. This is a piece from PJ Media about this. So they allowed non-citizens to vote. And they never thought non-citizens would vote out Democrats. And I believe, and this is what's amazing, apparently they're so scared that it's not just for school board. The Democrats, they are scared that Democrats themselves in different positions are going to get voted out by these non-citizens. Because these non-citizens come from countries and areas where they don't have freedom and they realize, I like freedom. I'm going to get rid of the people that want to take my freedom away. So the president of the United States Justice Foundation, James Lacey, dropped a lawsuit. He's representing mayoral candidate Michael Denny. They brought a lawsuit calling on the Superior Court in San Francisco to toss out this charter change that allows non-citizens to vote. So Democrats create this ability for non-citizens to vote, and then when it backfires against them, they're like, we got to get rid of this. It's illegal. 
They now say the ordinance violates state law. They didn't say that before, did they? And they claim local elections officials can determine how elections are carried off, but not who can vote. So all of a sudden now, now they realize we didn't have the power to give non-citizens the ability to vote. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is amazing. This is, isn't that, it's amazing. Amazing stuff. Oh, and it, by the way, if that's the way it's going in this country, uh, imagine what's going to happen in November. Democrats are so scared in liberal San Francisco, they want to stop non-citizens from being able to vote after they gave them the ability to vote, thinking it's going to help them keep power forever. If non-citizens don't like Democrats, it really is just the transgenders and the purple-haired freaks on TikTok that actually are going to vote Democrat. That's why I'm confident they can't cheat their way out of this. Now, they're going to try. How funny would it be if they gave illegals all the mail-in ballots and they still voted for Republicans? (laughs) Listen, thanks that you let us in here, but we came from a place where we had no power. We hate people like you. We we don't want to vote for the people like you. We came. We ran from that. I don't. I don't know though. I I know they see that wherever country they come from. If it's vicious like Venezuela, where yep. yeah, we're we're woke and liberal. Do as mm-hmm. we say. Mm-hmm. Stay down there and eat trash. That's right. They're tired uh, of that. Yep. And I mentioned in the first hour of the show how again Hispanic support for Democrats is cratering. It's collapsing. And they're 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 swinging to Republicans in record breaking ways. Uh, they they don't have enough fake votes to actually outvote the ones that are going to vote for real. I'm telling you. But, Garrett, you say this, and we're, you know, it's my fault, right? My fault. We'll continue. Do not go anywhere. We're going to have Andy Biggs, Congressman Andy Biggs, on at 8.05 uh, to talk about this lawsuit he's in. Will this? Can this be done in time? Can this be done by the time I have to get on an airplane? That's what I care about. To get rid of the mask mandate. They're suing. So you don't have the authority, CDC. This is not a law. You can't make people wear a mask. Which I Exactly. It's a recommendation, isn't it? Well, federal, this, that. We'll find out. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 792 sounds Yes, hi. It is it is Wednesday. It is Trump Day already. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I can't believe we're already at Wednesday. There are a lot of things happening in the world today. And one of the most incredible things, uh, and I, you know my obsession with the mask, because I hate the mask, and the mask doesn't work. We've been fooled this entire time. One of the most incredible things is that uh, we've been beaten by Europe, which pisses me off. British Airways and Virgin Atlantic have removed mask mandates on their flights. I'm going on an airplane in the next, uh, within the next month. I don't want to wear a stupid mask. I'm over it. I'm done with it. And, and that's why I think it's pretty incredible uh, that there's now some fighting back. The Senate voted 57 to 40. 
with eight Democrats voting with every Republican but Mitt Romney, because he has issues, in ending the mask mandate on airplanes. It goes to the House. Pelosi probably won't even bring it up for a vote. And then you have uh, a lawsuit started. You have Congressman Thomas Massey teaming up with about 16 other Republicans, including Congressman Andy Biggs, suing the CDC about their illegal mask mandate. And I want to talk to him about that and some more. Congressman Biggs is kind enough to join us this morning. Sorry about the mix-up earlier, Congressman. This this damn daylight savings time and everything else. I just I want it to be over as well. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Now it's a three-hour difference. Crazy. Yeah, I'm 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 over all of it. Um. So so your reaction, this whole situation. I mean, what's the speed that can happen? You think you think by the way, Biden would want to win because no, not many people want to wear masks. I don't see a lot of people clamoring in blue states saying, "I wish I could still wear the mask. I wish it would still be a mandate." Um. What do you think? You think he'd want to win to just get rid of this stupid mass mandate on airplanes? It makes no sense. But what's the what's the deal with this lawsuit? And how quickly do you think something like this can actually, you know, make its way to a judge for a ruling? Well, it's going to take it's going to take a, a period of time for the other side to be able to answer, and then we'll have get a hearing scheduled. So I'm thinking 45 days would be a really speedy uh, speedy resolution to this thing. I don't know if it'll be that fast, but you know, in the meantime. The country has had it. I mean, people are, are sick and tired of this thing. But Biden continues to extend the mask mandate uh, in airports and on airplanes. It's nuts. And then, you know, I don't understand any of this. I mean, is the flight attendants union really that big? I mean, was that really it? And by the way, if I was a flight attendant, I'd be pissed. I wouldn't be part of the union because they get to be the mask police. And people are nasty. Like, when I go on an airplane, I'm going to be nasty as hell to these flight attendants because... You know, why, why don't they stand up and say, we don't want to be the mass police anymore. We're sick of getting punched, attitudes, confrontations, sick of all that stuff. Well, most of the flight attendants, you know, Garrett, I, I'm a regular flyer, so I, I see a lot of flight attendants. And most of the ones I run into, they do not like the mask mandate. They're they're over it. They're over it. They 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 want to take the masks off. And, you know, I... I, when I talked to the CEO of a major airline two years ago, he said, you know, we have the cleanest air on the planet outside of a clean room for chip manufacturing because we have to have special filters. It's bringing in. It's not recirculated. We throw it out the back end. That's what he told me. And if it's if it's as clean as he says, then by golly, take the mask off. The, and, and CDC is blowing smoke on this. On this um, they're, they're politicizing science. And uh, that's that's what's happened to this whole thing from day one. Yeah, they 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 really have. I mean, I'm old enough to remember last year, Congressman, where you had uh, four executives. <laughs> yeah, I know it's crazy, right? Four executives from airlines, uh, American, Delta. That that I don't like the guy from United. What he put his people through, um, and then something else, maybe JetBlue. Who knows? Where they literally said, yeah, I think United guys said we were doing actual experiments with the Department of Defense and DARPA. Uh, flying airplanes around, and they knew back in t- May of 2020 we had the cleanest air, cleaner than operating rooms. And even the Southwest CEO yeah. told the members of Congress, maybe you were part of their committee, I can't remember, where he said, "We masks don't do anything on airplanes. You don't need them. And we so we know all this, and they still do this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is this this gets to the thing. I just was at a meeting with a, uh, a very prominent physician this morning, and he said masks don't work. We knew that before the before the COVID ever even came. And the reality is this has not ever been to make people safe from a virus. This is to basically 
control the population and and do we see how effective it was they they effectively controlled us in so many ways violated our rights man i did i don't know if you saw this is congressman Andy biggs right here on knst uh, i saw it on breitbart their website this morning about british airways and virgin atlantic they remove mass mandates yeah. on planes i mean do you think maybe if there's so much is there so you tell me and you know when you have eight democrats in the senate including mark kelly who is going to get walloped uh in in november and even Kirsten Cinema, you have eight Democrats joining every Republican but Mitt Romney voting to get rid of mask mandates um, in, in the Senate. Doesn't it show that's where the pressure is? I mean, I don't know if you, you think Pelosi's going to bring that up for a vote. I doubt she will. But doesn't that show that? I mean, you talk to a lot of Democrats are like, yeah, we're, we're done with this. People, people are over it. We need to save our job. We should give this give this up already. Yeah, no, I don't think Pelosi will do it. She's uh, she's uh, drunk with power as well. Um, but then, I mean, let's just comment on Mitt Romney. I just got to comment on Mitt Romney. He's also the only Republican that voted to keep two year olds in, in masks as well. I mean, this is a this guy's crazy. Uh, but I mean, when you look at at Pelosi, it's all about power. She controls it. But I, I will just tell you, the moderates in her in their conference that that are anticipating losing in close races, um, they they're dying. To, to to do something like get rid of the masks, you know, on airplanes or anywhere else, they've got to do something because their population, their constituency, doesn't believe it anymore. They they're tired of it. They're sick of it. They want to move on. Last one over the mask, and I want to ask about some other things. Uh, I have a Fauci thing to get in there. Um, he's been spotted, but I mean, so this this lawsuit, uh, the press release from Congressman Thomas Massey, he says Congress never passed a law requiring masks on commercial flights. Um. So does the CDC, do they really have the power? Because, Federal, they really have the power to actually make people wear it? And do the airlines, can the airlines just say, we're done with this? Can't they, like, if there's no law and the CDC only recommends things, can this, can this just be ignored? Well, you've got, what you've got is you've got a president that's instructed federal law enforcement to arrest people um, who, who violate this order of uh, executive order through CDC and the FAA. Um, so, so I would, you know, I wear a mask uh, um, because they will, they'll, they'll have police arrest you, man. And it's insane. Now is how, how righteous are those arrests? I don't know. I don't think they're righteous, but um, uh, I'm, that's one reason that, that, that I joined Thomas is because it's like, Let's let's do it, Thomas. Let's kick him out of there. Let's kick him out of there. And and no no chance any Democrats would join you guys, even though eight Senate Democrats joined Republicans to vote to get rid of it. Did you guys try to get any Democrats to join you on this in this lawsuit? Um, we did not actively try to get Democrats because we we <laughs> they've not indicated any willingness whatsoever to buck Nancy Pelosi on any of this stuff. Jeez. So. Man, that's nuts. Yeah. Um, really quick, yeah. too. Uh, apparently, Washington Post, Fauci can't stay out of the, 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 the public, right? He's not doing any TV interviews, but he talked to CNBC. He talked to, uh, he talked to the Washington Post, so we can call off the silver alert for this guy. And he says that he knows that Republicans are going to be caught. They're going to go after him. Uh, you know, once hopefully you guys take back the House and the Senate in November. And he said, quote, it's Benghazi hearings all over again. The fact that he's actually already alluding to that they're going to go after him. I think I think he kind of knows he's cooked. I mean, I, I hope you guys have plans to grill this guy like a steak. 
Well, I will tell you, I've already uh, indicated um, I want to bring him in. Jim Jordan has said we'll bring him into the Judiciary Committee because Jim should be the chairman of that committee, and we will expose him. Uh, I know Rand uh, Paul in the Senate wants to bring him in. I mean, he needs to be held accountable. And uh, everything from conflicts of interest to um, where is NIH sticking money around the world on on, on uh, the, this, these special research projects that he's got going, uh, is, to everything to his his incredibly contradictory statements over and over again, and um, uh, you know he needs to be held accountable. I, I I said it at the beginning with when this is all over and done with. When we, when historians look back on it, the people who are going to look the worst will be the public health administrators, and he is the top public health administrator in the country. And he's going to look terrible in history because of everything he did wrong. Can I ask you, and this is just insanity. Like, I mean, the Democrats, I'm assuming you talk to Democrats too and privately, they probably tell you, yeah, we're going to get our butts kicked. Like, I'm going to be out of a job. We have over 30 said they're not running for reelection. Um, and there are simple things they can do, but they want to keep going with this whole green movement. And we see what happened when you rely on the green movement in Europe. You get, it doesn't work, and then you get stuck, uh, you know, needing to buy energy from a dictator. Right. From a really from a bad guy of thought. Um, So yet in Politico, there's a story, the Congressional Progressive Caucus, the commies, they're pushing Biden to use executive power to declare climate a danger and ban drilling on federal land. Even though we're having five buck a gallon gas over five dollar gallon gas on average. I mean, what what do you think is the end game here? They know they're going to lose. They're going to try to just screw up the country so badly before they leave. You think anything like this is going to happen? Well, effectively, that's what Biden has done. They they, they keep talking about nine thousand uh, oil and gas leases. Well, nobody can get them through because they've slow they're slow walking every lease. And then the second thing is, nobody wants to invest the money to to explore and develop because you never know when the this administration is going to pull the plug on you. Now, you, if you want to know what I think, I think the Progressive Caucus most of them are in. Democrat safe districts. They 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 represent half of the Democrats in Congress now, and uh, and so they're willing to walk off the uh, walk off the cliff. That's that's really what they're going to do, and they want to force the moderate Democrats, who there's very few of them, they want to force them out of the party. I mean, it's just like on the on the life issue. I mean, think about that. Two two years ago, you had Democrats saying there's no place in our party for someone who's pro life anymore. And that's that's where they are on this issue too. They they they're willing to just basically sack their own party um, with because they they've got these crazy ideological positions that that they take and they're not going to budge off of them. And um, the vast majority of American people want to live their lives. I mean, look, we're paying five bucks a gas a gallon of gas. Guess what? In Europe, in France, it's twelve and a half bucks a gallon, and that's what you get when you follow these kind of crazy policies. Um, we have enough oil and gas. If we unleashed American oil and gas, we could supply our country and the world for hundreds of years. And um, that would generate economic um, capacity uh, for, for our country and the world. I mean, it'd be, it would be really, really positive, but these guys don't want that. How much longer do you think Biden and the Democrats can tolerate this as gas continues to increase? Now, oil is below 100 bucks a barrel, but you're not going to see price of the pump come down because just, you know, they, they, they get us too right there. But how long do you think 
they can continue this without saying, all right, we're going to drill? Or do you think they're never going to do it? And they're just going to go down with the ship and then maybe, I guess, in November? Two-part question. How long do you think you're going to do this? And then if you, if the Republicans take over the House and the Senate, is there anything you can do to override? It's supposed to be, you know, uh, a president shouldn't have the power of a king. Anything you do to override to make sure drilling could actually take place and we could actually, you know, release the bubble and, and lower gas prices? This is going to go on um, probably through the election, I, wow. I, would, I, would, I would guess, um, because they're not going to change their policies, not until the American people rise up and say, we're not going to pay eight bucks a gallon or 10 bucks or, or even five bucks. American people have to rise up and say that in, 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 in ways that are unmistakable to the administration. Now, the other thing uh, about the administration, what we can do is if we get the House and Senate back, um, Biden will have to have must-pass bills, and you, you basically put in the must-pass bills. You know, uh, there's going to be money to facilitate uh, development of, of uh, the American energy system. Make sure we process everything that has to be processed. And failure to do that means that that his pet agencies and pet projects don't get funded. I mean, you, I mean, there are other there are other leverage points too, but that. Never forget that, that the budget is our big leverage point going forward. Well, I hope. I mean, we need good leadership there because it seems like the leadership always folds. Uh, I know we're keeping you along, Congressman Biggs. Real quick also, uh, Zelensky addressed Congress this morning. Um, I, I Obviously, I don't think we should send our, our military there. But it also looks like, I mean, you tell me, you, you're getting the reports. Russia's military, obviously not nearly as good as a lot of people thought. They still can't take over a country that really doesn't have a military. Uh, or much of a military, do you think they can wait this out? Is Russia losing steam, the morale of their troops, losing ammunition, weaponry? Um, do you think that Russia is going to fold at some point soon because they just aren't going to be able to prolong this for much longer? Um, I, I'm not one who believes that that Russia can't can't continue this for some time. Um, they're they're putting a stranglehold uh, around these Ukrainian cities and and. Um, and encircling Kiev, um, and uh, I, I think at some point um, they they bring an end to it. They'll be in some kind of negotiated peace, but not not till they've kind of decimated Ukraine as they're doing, which is which is horrible. But I think in the end, um, there, what remains to be seen is how much of an insurgency that you'll see. Um, so Russia may at some point declare victory. I don't think they go home. And they try to occupy because Ukraine will just uh, revert back, and 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 then you might have an insurgent uh, situation there that Russia's got to deal with, and I think that'll be hard for them. So, real quick, what do you think? What what do you think that we should do, if anything, uh, to to help Ukraine? I, I think you you should continue to provide humanitarian aid. I think you should um, uh, uh, entice NATO to to sell. Um, and lend um, equipment and material to um, to Ukraine. Right now, for instance, people are saying, "Well, let's give them the MIGs." There's no place in Ukraine where you can actually even land a MIG anymore. You can't land a plane there and take off. Um, so um, you're going to need ground. You're going to need some ground-based surface-to-air uh, missile systems, defense systems, and that's what Zelensky asked for in the alternative to a no-fly zone to, to this morning. You think we should give it? You think we should give it to him? Do you think that Russia would take that as that's an act of war if we, if we're giving that, that kind of equipment to them and then crazy stuff happens? 
I don't, I don't think they take that as an act of war. I think, I think you do a no-fly zone. You have U.S. planes uh, uh, fighting uh, Russian planes over, over Ukrainian airspace. I think uh, they're shooting us down. We're shooting them down. I think that becomes an act of war, and that's uh, and you push Russia further into the arms of China. China, China's already got its own ambitions uh, with regard to Taiwan, um, and you have a chance for a more general war. That would be a very, very dangerous thing. Man, well, Congressman Biggs, sorry about the mix-up. I know I kept you on long. I apologize, but we'll get you on soon to talk more about. Uh, uh, everything that's happening and any updates with this lawsuit and maybe Democrats joining you and we could may, do you think there's a slight chance that all this public pressure, the Senate vote, your lawsuit, everything might, might cue Biden in the next week to all of a sudden say, Hey, changing the science mask optional on airplanes, especially because the CDC now says magically one way masking works, even though they never work. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know because I don't think Biden's running the country. So, oh, uh, it, it, <laughs> I so. love it. Real, real, who, who is running the country? Is it Obama's third term? <laughs> Obama is there. Obama holdovers are there. Um, you got, um, you know, the secretaries, of the cabinet. They they have their own fiefdoms. It's kind of um, an oligarchy right now. Oh, awful. Well. Congressman Biggs, thank you for everything you're doing and uh, and and doing the right thing, and we'll get you back on again soon. Thank you for everything, sir. Thanks, thanks, Garrett. Take care. You too. That's uh, Congressman Andy Biggs right here. Janitorialspy.com. All right, eight thirty one. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Kind of a big deal that a uh, sitting member of Congress freely admits that Joe Biden is not running the country. To me, that means, obviously, it's talked about quite a bit. It's not just us. It's not just you. It's not just me. I mean, it's obvious, right? It's obvious. No impeachment? Uh, well, they don't have the votes. They don't have the votes. That'll be another topic for another time when we get Congressman Biggs back. Um, so they don't have the votes for that. But, but... Um, obviously everyone's talking about it and people know it. And it's, it's so talked about so much. He had no problem mentioning it on a talk show. Uh, and just to, uh, to cement this in number 18, if you don't mind, Joe Biden speaking yesterday, I don't think he realized what he was doing, what he was saying. Uh, Jennifer Granholm, former governor of Michigan. She was born in Vancouver, British Columbia. So she can't run for president. Uh, but she was the governor, two terms, because people in Michigan are a bit, or at least in Detroit, Detroit, not the brightest bunch, you know. And this lady came in, and, and there's all kinds of corruption behind her, where she divvied out tens of millions of dollars in in uh, in stimulus cash and green energy funding to companies that went belly up in a matter of seconds, instead of producing the renewable energy that we all need. I mean, she is an absolute failure for this stuff. And now she's calling for it again as she fails upward to energy secretary. Anyway, Biden talks about her, and uh, this happened. Listen to this. G- former Governor Jennifer Granholm, the Energy Department. <laughs> I often kid her, and I wasn't kidding early on when I was seeking the nomination. Had she been born in America, she'd be standing here and I'd be sitting there. <laughs> She was the former governor of the state of uh, Michigan. Michigan, wrong. She was a former state. She she was a governor. 
Oh, boy. He's slurring, man. Dude, it's bad. It's like he's been out on Bourbon Street. Bad. You know what I mean? From the flaring hang, then it's just he has no idea as to what he is. Is 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 she a a governor in Michigan? Is wait wait what? Uh no wait what? Where am where am I? Where am I? Where am I? The Daily Signal, January twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. Because let me play a um. I played the Grand Home soundbite a little bit earlier. I don't want to go to this long one. She said, the war in Ukraine has created a moment to transition to clean energy and for Congress to act. Well, um, there's a story here. Daily News Caller Foundation got it. Biden's energy nominee, it's Granholm, divvied taxpayer millions to alternative startups that went bankrupt. And I'm not making up this stuff. She gave $9.1 million in tax money, refundable tax credit to a renewable energy company registered to the address of a single wide trailer and run by a convicted embezzler named Richard Short. It's money laundering, man. How do you qualify? My address is a single wide trailer. I'm a convicted embezzler, and I got $9.1 million refundable tax credit for a garbage renewable energy company. How does that happen? Is that wrong? He was found to be in violation of his parole, this Richard Short, sent back to prison after appearing on stage with Grand Home in 2010 to accept the assistance from Michigan Economic Growth Authority. Granholm also granted $10 million to an electric car battery manufacturer called A123 Systems. An actual name. A123. That was believable when phone books were relevant. Right? She did this in 2009, said the company would help make Michigan the alternative energy capital of North America and the advanced battery capital of the world. A123 got $10 million for this. I also got uh, $249 million dollar federal grant by the Obama administration, uh, but they also filed for bankruptcy in 2012. Company still in operation today as a subsidiary of a Chinese firm called Wangzheng America. Another manufacturer of electric vehicle components that received Michigan taxpayer-funded assistance under Granholm's watch is called Azure Dynamics, and they filed for bankruptcy in 2012 as well. She was the governor from 2003 to 2011, by the way. Only 2.3% of the 434 projects funded by the Michigan Economic Growth Authority under Granholm were successful in meeting their projected job creation goals. And these are the people that say, we need more government help to get these things going. 2.3% had a success rate. 2.3%. And she was approved to be the Energy Secretary of America. We'll continue. I have much more. Don't go anywhere. It is chiropractic.com. All right, 845. Garrett Lewis with you. KNSTAM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I did like Congressman Biggs going after Mitt Romney. There's a lot wrong with Mitt Romney. I don't know how the people of Utah can tolerate that freaking guy. That's what I want to know. Unlike, I, mean, I sit back 10 years later. How could he have lost to Obama? The dude was so unlikable. I mean, I just hated Obama so much and knew how bad he was that I was willing to vote for uh, pretty much anything and anyone that wasn't named Obama. Um, and years later, I realized how people were so, I mean, they were on it, maybe even more than me. They just couldn't have that guy in there. We'd have more of the same. And it sucked, but it's what led us to Trump, right? That's what led us to Trump. Uh, by the way, let me just put it out there again. No beer club tomorrow. 
It's St. Patty's Day. The bars are going to be nuts. We're doing it a week from tomorrow at St. Philip's Plaza, River and Campbell. It's in the courtyard for the grade three restaurants, Union, Reforma, Proof. We'll be right there in the courtyard. There's a big stage. Carrie Lake is going to be there. She is by far the uh, most on fuego politician there is in the country. I mean, she really is. Uh, you can't teach it. You either have it or you don't. It's really that simple. And people always come to me. Is she really? Is she? You got to understand how it. I'm so used to doing this job and not trusting any damn politician there was. I mean, you get asked right. Even when Trump, like I love Trump, and it, it like I'm like, how I do I just say nice things? Like I'm not used to this. I'm used to such dirt bags. I'm right. I'm used to the Jeff Flakes and the John McCain's exactly. and the George Bushes and all these. I'm or Mitt Romney's. I'm used to these losers that we complain about because they're all against us as a uniparty. And then Trump comes along, and I'm like, oh, okay. Uniparty. And and now and now Carrie Lake's there, and like, is Carrie the real deal? Yes, I'm just telling you, yes. I think so. I really do. And you'll have the chance to talk to her. I mean, she's going to be on stage, and let me tell you, she she likes to get in the crowd and mingle. She goes, she does her thing. We had her out for the last beer club. I think it was in September, and it drew like six hundred people. That's why we need a bigger venue. We're going to be featuring the the beer from Fire Truck Brewing Company because we have to make sure we give them some great business too. There'll be a bar outside. It's going to be a great event. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. How much you want to bet, by the way, that no local media show up to cover an event? Where the uh, <laughs> the lead by a lot uh, running for governor, the the leader by a lot is going to be there. Are you putting lunch on this? What are we doing? You and your lunch dinner you at your, your house. Kid. Well, you really think that a TV station will show up and actually try to interview her and be like, I mean, when we're going to draw, it's going to be at least six, seven hundred people, if not more. Well, you didn't say interview. I think one may or show up. Or just do a report, just like film I it. Do they're going to want to interview her. Maybe. And then, and then it probably will be another, you know, another Carrie Lake moment where she calls them out of their BS. I, that's why I don't think they will. Hey, hey, Carrie, why, why are you, why are you like a racist, hateful person? What? Maybe your, uh, your uncle Bud will show up <clears throat> with his high pants. He'd show up in a hazmat suit, forty-two <laughs> masks on his face. <laughs> Has that guy been in public? Um, so it's it's going to be a great event, and and I mean she's 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 for real. She is for real. Uh, she actually tweeted out a video. Apparently, she was at the Scottsdale Rodeo. I know it's Arizona, and I know it's the West, but there's so many transplants like me. And the rodeo, you know, they say it's fun. I, I always looked at this stuff, and I'm like, I, I don't understand how you jump on the back of a bull, and you're like, that's going to be a good time. Like I, but it happens. And apparently, one of the bulls was called Stop the Steal, nice. and it just flung the dude off of him. Right, just flug him off as as if it was somebody trying to steal the election. And she tweeted that video. I mean, it was it was it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Of course, my mom. I'm going to be there. Yeah, we we know we know. Oh, is your mom going to be there? Yeah, and your dad? Yeah. Should we set up the tent no, and the table for no, them, and they can sit there and sign no, autographs? No. We can put up a sign that says "Meet you Garrett's parents." You honestly need to stop. You honestly need Why? to stop because it just needs to. You tried to kill me several times. So. <laughs> But and I, just a quick side note, and like anyway, so somebody wants to come on the show, I'll, I'll do my best to get them on to a point. I mean, somebody I just I think it's a waste of time. But yesterday, my parents uh, were out at a uh, Republican meeting in Sun City up in the West Valley, and uh, Abraham Hamaday was there. My parents said the people loved them. Uh, he was he was he was just great. And uh, Karen with fifty R's Robeson was there, 
And apparently Abe you may have heard commercials. was like, oh, if you're familiar with Pima County, it's Gary Luce's parents. I'm like, oh, God, that was the wrong thing to do. Surprised they could actually walk out the door. I'm disappointed he's not a doctor, but he's doing okay. So anyway, um, apparently Karen Robeson, my mom tells me this afterwards. She goes up to my mom. She goes, you're Garrett Luce's mother? Yeah. Well, can you get me in touch with him? Like, can you call him for me? Can, 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 you, can you do this? My mom looks at her and goes, don't you have a campaign manager? <laughs> <laughs> Still oh haven't God. been called or contacted by her or anybody with her. And I'll have her on. I don't care. And she, oh. goes, well, and she goes, well, he, he, he's supporting Carrie. My mom says, he'll have, he'll have you on the show. And then, but then she goes, well, what's his call letters? What's the rating? You don't, right? seriously, seriously? That, that's how to uh, win friends and influence others, <laughs> right? You can't have one of your people look it up. It's really not that hard. But well, she wants to be on the show. Oh, maybe it's, maybe I, I have haven't contacted you. Yeah, exactly. I have questions, just like with the Siskamani guy. Still, it's been over a week. Still, I have not uh, received any contact from that guy. Hmm. Shocking. Shocking. Um, on that related note... And uh, we'll do more of this. Uh, but I just wanted to warn you about the, the No Beer Club because uh, people are going to still be like, hey, hey, what's going on? You, where, you know, where was this thing? And blah, 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 blah. Um, Doug Schoen was a pollster for the Clintons. He's a Democrat. He's a Democrat. He did a poll. He did a poll. He did it with his firm's partner, Carly Cooperman. And found that Democrats are likely to face, quote, substantial losses in this year's midterms. And the party is seen as, quote, ineffective and out of touch. Yep. Uh, an op-ed was written in The Hill by Doug Schoen and Carly Cooperman, or Cindy Cooperman, I should, no, Carly, Carly Cooperman. The findings of our survey, which was conducted among 2022, likely 2022 midterm election voters, show that the electorate is increasingly pessimistic about the direction in which Biden and the Democrats are steering the country and feel the party's priorities do not align with their own. Oh. So he gave a solution. What do Democrats need to do? I will get to that. We'll play some more Grand Home sound bites. We have other things to talk about as well. I Once again, I'm in shock. I started the show this way. If you're just tuning in, as a lifelong Islanders fan, I never thought I'd say this. But I'm proud of the New York Rangers fans. This will probably be the only time that I will ever say this. And it hurts me to the core to say it, but I'm proud of them. And we'll get to that why, and you're going to love it in the next hour as well. Why are you laughing so hard? Because It's killing me, and you know it. I know it is. It's killing me. It's so good over here right Why now. couldn't this happen at the UBS Arena where the Islanders play? I'm going to wear my Rangers Ugh. jersey tomorrow. Uh, you No. Yeah, what? Were you going to kick I, me out? exactly (laughs) we'll continue do not go anywhere it is your morning ritual with me garrett lewis ivhealth.com call strong bills the most comfortable call you'll ever make yes it's true hi hour number four already garrett lewis with you knst am 792 songs most stimulating talk not one not two but three uh, 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 things I think you need to know. Brought to you by Strongbill Plumbing, Air, and Solar. Uh, number one, uh, this is this is amazing. British Airways and Virgin Atlantic have removed the mask mandates from their planes. And yet we are kind of stuck here, aren't we? What the hell is going on? Second thing I think you need to know, 
Uh, as Mark Kelly struggles for everything and anything in the polls, he joins the Republicans in voting to eliminate masks from airplanes. Now it goes to the House. She, Nancy Pelosi probably won't bring it up. Uh, 57 to 48 Democrats, including Mark Kelly and Kirsten Sinema, joined Republicans to say no more masks mandated on planes. But again, it goes to the House. Pelosi probably, she probably won't even allow it to come up for a vote. Uh, by the way, one Republican voted against that. His name is Mitt Romney. Pierre Delecto. 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 Yes, that guy. What a loser. Third thing I think you need to know, the House Democrats, the with Progressive Caucus, the hardcore commies, they are urging Joe Biden to use his executive power and declare the climate an emergency and ban oil drilling on federal lands. They're a big problem for the Democrats. They are a big problem. Three things I think you need to know. They're nuts. That's why I I thought this was an outstanding op-ed in The Hill. And it's very revealing, once again, by Doug Schoen and his firm's partner, Carly Cooperman. They wrote an op-ed about polling they just did. Again, he was Hillary Clinton's personal pollster. And he's he's a a Democrat, but he's an honest Democrat. Does that really exist? He's a realist. When things are bad, he'll say they're bad. And he said that the findings of his poll show that there's going to be big-time losses. Big-time losses. Substantial losses in the midterms for the Democrats. That's why they keep on pumping illegals through. Here you go. Go to a place where we have mail-in ballots. Send in 50. Vote early, vote often. These two Democratic pollsters wrote that if the Democrats want a fighting chance in the midterms and a shot at holding on to the presidency in 2024... They need to embark on a broader course correction back to the center. You think that you think that's ever going to happen? As right now, you have the hardcore commies that are half of the Democrats, as Congressman Big said. They're calling to ban oil drilling on federal lands. Is that back to the center? Really? In short, Democrats need to reject the commies, the progressive wing. Good luck. Good luck. But 54% of the voters, including 56% of independents, by the way, explicitly say they want Biden and the Democrats to move closer to the center and embrace more moderate policies versus embracing more liberal ones. Just 18% want that. And just 13% like where they are politically. Stay where you are. It's good. It's working out well. This giant inflation and everything else. So it's working out well. Dude, when you have Republicans and independents aligned together, the Democrats have no chance. They can't cheat their way out of it. They just can't. We still have to work hard. And by the way, I want I want them to be stomped so far into the ground that they end up in China. If you dig a hole, you go to China. That's what happens. I want them to go Are you sending them, them back home? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go to go to the motherland. The top issue for voters is inflation. Inflation. That's fifty one percent of the respondents say number one is inflation. Number two. Economy and jobs. What happened to COVID? Only 16% of the voters actually thought the economy is Biden's main focus. Yeah, exactly. Only 16%. And they trust Republicans over Democrats to manage the economy. 47 prefer Republicans to manage it versus 41 to Democrats. Who will control inflation better? 48% said Republicans, just 36 Democrats. 56% of these voters, again, these are everything. Republicans, Dems, Independents, 56% of them say Biden and Democrats are weak on crime. No kidding. So the idea that Biden gets up there and goes, we need to fund the police, nobody's buying it. 
Nobody's buying it. They were asked, where did Biden do okay? And this is such a joke. Handling of the pandemic. More deaths under him than Trump, right? 53% said they approved Biden's handling of it. Of what? I'm going to send you a bunch of tests and masks. By the time they get to you, you won't need them. Feels good. And we're getting them from China, which is what happens. That's You're not wrong. The clueless. So here's the thing. A lot of these people are clueless, and they still have their finger on the pulse. Well, what did he do well? I, I, I guess he did okay on the pandemic. What did he do well? He didn't do anything well. He said everybody should get a COVID shot. These people are dumb. This was taken way much too late. Uh, if this was done two months ago and they had the COVID shot mandates, people would be more pissed. That's what I think, at least. Um, it's easy to forget when you're getting all the stuff yeah, crammed down your face 24 7. It's a fire hose of crap and it just yep. grows every day. It's something different every day. It's a great tool. You know what? It is actually a great tool that they use yeah. to keep the American public distracted. You're right. It's exactly what it is. But now that you know, wake up to it. Yeah, and, and people that listen to this show are. Democrats' success in the midterms hinges part partly on Americans feeling like COVID's under control by November. That's why they're going to keep the masks off until then. Right? Um, nearly one half of voters, 46%, now say the pandemic is either completely or mostly under control. Just 12% say it's not. Trader Joe's Army right there, baby. Adelita with the mask on right there. Wait, wait. What? There's pictures of her without a button. I know, I know. That's <laughs> right. You see? That's right. They're all over the place. That lady showed them. Um, again, here we go. Voters, voters notably less concerned about the pandemic now they were in December. Voters concerned uh, have a 24-point lead over not concerned, but back in December, it was a 50-point difference. Voters concerned versus not concerned, so it's dropped in half. So you have that. Now, again, there's a website, and this is, uh, it's called predicit.org. It's like a, it's like a gambling website. What will be the balance of power in Congress after the 2022 election? Uh, the, the smart money they have is Republicans controlling the House and Senate. 74 cents on the dollar. Uh, Republicans in the House, Democrats, Senate, only 16 cents on the dollar. Dems, House, and Senate, only 11 cents on the dollar. Democrat House, Republican Senate, just seven cents on the dollar. So there's there's a, a big, big, big uh, belief, and you never doubt the money that it's going to be a bloodbath. But it's, I just got a message. Yes, count on the Republicans to snatch defeat out of the victory. I, it's happened in years past. I get it. I, I think the Democrats are just so jacked up that I don't know if they could actually get out of it. Let me bring something else back for you. This is another thing that's getting lost in translation, right? This is this is it. Did you see the story from the New York Times about Andrew Cuomo? This is a big freaking deal. Andrew Cuomo, the, this is the tweet from the New York Times. The administration of former Governor Andrew Cuomo failed to publicly account for the deaths of 4,100 nursing home residents in New York during the pandemic. That's according to an audit released Tuesday by the state comptroller. 4,100. We're not going to count 4,100 of these people dying. It looks bad. I got a book to write. And there are still people, like my best friend's mother back on Long Island. Oh, he's just good. It's, 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 I still like him. He's still good. No. 
Throw me up over there real quick. Let me remind you, let's have a flashback. What did Joe Biden say about Andrew Cuomo? And the answer is, I, I don't fully know. We've been leaving it to the governors. Thank God the governors have been moving. Your governor in New York's done one hell of a job. He, I think he's, he's sort of the gold standard. The gold standard. Andrew Cuomo. The gold standard. Yet, yet. Let's go back to New York, shall we? Again, as an Islanders fan, lifelong Islanders fan, I, I never thought I'd utter the words, I am proud of the New York Rangers fans. Generally, these are lowlifes, uh, just terrible human beings. Horrific chants of Potvin sucks, Potvin sucks. You know why they chant that? Because Dennis Potvin, uh, during a playoff series back in the late 70s, I believe it was late 70s, he, uh, he threw such a, a clean but hard and devastating body check on oh, what's the guy's name? He broke the ankle of the guy. But even the guy said years later, "Listen, my my ankle is bad ice at the garden. My uh, it was kind of a rut. My ankle got stuck, and he hit me, and it broke. It kind of ended his career. Ever since then, and still to this day, even though Dennis Potvin's been retired for like thirty five years, they still do the Pot Van sucks chance at the. That's what makes hockey great, right? The Rangers generally people that you just don't want to trust with your kids or anything like that." Oh, um, well, good. You never asked me to uh, support. Yeah, support. I mean, just, <laughs> just, kids. just, just terrible, <laughs> terrible human beings. You don't like Tavares, and he chant that all the time in the breaks. Tavares sucks. He does suck. He's another terrible human being. So anyway, <laughs> Kathy Hochul. This should be an Islanders player as well. <laughs> hmm. Shut up. Yeah, huh? Um, you turn your back on the team, you're done. Dead to me. <laughs> you're dead. It's it's gone. So Kathy Hochul, the reject governor in New York. She ends up at Madison Square Garden to drop the puck to celebrate women. Women's Empowerment Night. Women's Empowerment Night. Yeah, they did, they did this. So she goes out there looking nervous because the crowd didn't like her. She's at Madison Square Garden. I am proud of these Rangers fans. Listen to what happened. Tonight, we'd like to salute Governor Kathy Hochul, the first female governor of New York State. Governor Hochul began her career in public service <laughs> in the greater Buffalo Those aren't cheers. Served in Congress and was twice elected lieutenant governor. Here to drop tonight's ceremonial first puck, a champion of women's rights and leader of the great state of New York, please welcome Governor Kathy Hochul. Joining Governor Hochul at Center Ice Ducks alternate Listen. captain Adam Henrique and Rangers alternate captain Jacob Truba. Oh, okay. Here we go. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon, again. So they boo this lunatic. Wanted to keep kids masked up. They did the let's go, Brandon chance. Again, I'm... For that brief moment in time, I am proud of the New York Rangers fans. Time has passed, but I am proud of them for doing that. I'll put that video on my page at KNSD.com. I find it to be very, very funny, and she just has this look of utter nervousness on her face. Everybody hates me. Yeah, no kidding, lady. Even libs in New York City boo the hell out of the Democrat governor there. Uh, it's We are in the middle of a revolution. But you're not hearing it because the media doesn't want you to know. They only tell you what you know. 
Oh, here we go. See, now Lisa from Vermont listens on the iHeartRadio app in New Hampshire. She flew out here, by the way, specifically for the beer club. Again, if you complain the beer club is too far for you to drive to, she flies out from Vermont. And she's here. She's so excited to see Carrie Lake and meet Carrie Lake next week at the beer club at St. Phillips Plaza. She just sends me a message. Hey, watch it, Garrett. I'm a lifelong Rangers fan. Now things are different. They can never be the same. We'll continue. Don't go anywhere, canist. <laughs> what do you want from me? Fairness. Oh, no. Those things are done. I want equality on the show. Oh, there's there's no chance that's going to happen. <laughs> there's, there's, no, there's no chance that's going to happen. Zero, zero chance. All right, fine. Are you done yet? Yeah, I guess. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, we shall continue. Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 792 sounds most. Hi, Garrett Lewis with you. It is your morning ritual. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Thank you for hanging out with me. So, uh, just one more poll that came out. And poll, 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 polls. Listen, do I believe a lot of them? No. But I think a lot of these are skewed for the lefties. So when the numbers are that bad, you know it's really bad. It's worse than what it is. Politico Morning Consult poll came out today. Um, and this is incredible. 69% of voters, not just Democrat, not just Republicans or independents, 69% of voters believe the country is on the wrong track under Biden. 69%, only 31% said we're headed in the right direction. And that's why it seems to be like a 30% group, no matter what these polls are, like 30% seems to be about the number of just the, the die in the wool, Hardcore Dems that are just out of touch with everything and just will never, ever, ever turn their back on the party. Uh, That's why they need the illegals. That's why they need the transgenders. That's why they need the purple-haired freaks from TikTok. Gets even better. Uh, Biden's job approval. Down four. 41% approve. This is a big lefty poll. 56% disapprove. Independence. You ready for it? Only 33% of independent voters approve of him and 61% disapprove. That's a big deal. That's a huge, huge, huge deal. So Biden is toxic. The Democrats are toxic. Why all of a sudden do you think eight Democrats voted with Republicans to End mask mandates on airplanes. That's not an accident. That's not all of a sudden Mark Kelly going, you know, the science just makes sense to me now. Yeah, just, you know, the mask just, they're just not working. They're not, no, they see, man, if I have to keep my job, I have to do what people really want. And if you think it's just some of us, I'm telling you, there's going to be such a damn tidal wave. It's so many more people than you think. So many more people than you think. Uh, many more agree with us, okay? The mass of the big thing. Remember, they they yelled at us. They shamed us. All of that stuff. And all of a sudden, these eight Democrats, Kirsten Sinema, Mark Kelly included, they turn their backs on, on, uh, on Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden. Why? Because they don't want to be attached to them. They see what people want. 
It's another big deal. Now, speaking of this, there was an interesting piece. I believe this is in the Wall Street Journal. Really quick. Uh, Rebecca Sugar, a writer and philanthropic consultant in New York. You ready for this? She writes an opinion piece called, I covered my face and I'm ashamed. In New York. Shame on me. I was so excited to see a performance of Prayer for the French Republic at New York City Center with a group of girlfriends that I never checked the theater's website for its COVID policies. Sounds like an exciting show, by the way. Had I looked, I would have known that there was still a mask mandate in place and I wouldn't have bought a ticket. I arrived at the theater five minutes before the curtain went up. I was asked to put on my mask. I didn't have one. I threw my mask away the minute New York City mandates were lifted. But the helpful door attendant was happy to hand me one. I shouldn't have, but I took it. I thought about handing it back and turning on my heel, but I didn't. Chicken. I put it on and rushed in to meet my friends. Arriving in my row, I loudly objected to the absurdity of continuing a policy already proven to be ineffective. My friends agreed, as did two strangers seated to their left who said they were relieved to hear others thought this was madness too. Only if they all did it together, right? I told myself making a public fuss was a substitute for acting on what I believed I should have left. Instead, I sat down. I seethed at the mask monitors in the front of the room who scanned the audience for masks that dip below noses. They seemed to love their jobs. Dude, this... Congratulations, lady. I've been feeling that way for two years. Yeah, but... When she was on the other side going, yeah. put on your mask. Yep, yep, yep. And now she sees the light. Got to give it to the people that see the light. And will hopefully not vote for the people that made this happen. Okay. They seem to love their jobs. I could have stood up, apologized to my friends, and said what I truly felt. That abiding by this policy was feeding the monster. And that I would not participate. No play was worth my dignity. I could have walked out. But I didn't. It was raining outside. And I didn't want to upset my friend who had organized the afternoon. I heard great things about the show, and I was already there, so I stayed. I had refused masks before for going night at the opera and entrance into a store. When it was easy, I was all in. But in a moment of decision, when convenience and conviction collided, I chose the former. Shame on me and on everyone who feels as I do and acts as I did. We are the reason that mask mandates still exist. The only positive here is at least she sees the light. At least she sees like, listen, if everybody walked out, everybody said, no, I'm not going to go. I mean, they paid for the ticket, but that theater would say, damn, we need to make money. We need to make money selling tickets, selling popcorn, selling drinks, selling candy. We need, we need, we need to make money. And this is in liberal New York City where they've had enough. What do you think's going to happen come November? 928, more coming up. Don't go anywhere. KNSTAM 792. 9.30, just because, well, life isn't getting easier. You have high gas prices. You have the insanity of Joe Biden, the possibility of a recession. Garrett Lewis with you right here um, on KNST. But you can't forget, I mean, just because the COVID stupid mitigation rules are being put on the back burner, we need to make sure they're permanently gone. The damage from these Democrats, the damage from the Pima County supervisors, except for Steve Christie, the damage from Matt Hines, the damage from the school boards at Amphi, TUSD, Catalina Foothills, Sunnyside, Flowing Wells, Tanka Verde when they went after the K-6 through kids, 
the damage, we can never forget this. This is why all these school board members need to lose their jobs. Throw me up over there, Ryan. This is from ABC7 in New York. I'm sorry, ABC7 in Maryland. Listen to this. Kember Kane has taught for 30 years. She spent the last 15 of them teaching kindergarten at Roscoe Nix Elementary in Silver Spring. She says her passion for the profession began to wane during virtual learning because she was unable to interact with students face-to-face. When in-person learning started back up, she faced even more challenges. They were really lacking in, in the social aspect of how to communicate their needs. We had so many children who did not respond to their own name. What? Five-year-olds. They didn't know how to respond to their own name. Because they were stuck, soulless, lifeless, faceless mask wearers. They were stuck with that. We can never forget the damage these lunatics have done. You can bring it down over there if you don't mind, Ryan. Uh, because it's major damage. It's It's huge. I'm I'm just I'm just done, man. I'm done with all of this stuff. And you are too, and that's why we have to continue to fight, okay? Continue to fight, and we can never, ever, ever, we can never ever let this be forgotten. It's crazy. Crazy. I have much more coming up. Do not go anywhere. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM790. Tucson for 209 Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Thank you for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, there is a lawsuit now. 16 Republicans, Congressman Biggs is part of it, suing the CDC, calling their mass mandate on airplanes and public transportation illegal. Senate voted 57 to 40. To ban the mask mandate on airplanes now goes to the House. Nancy Pelosi will probably never bring it up for a vote. Eight Democrats, including Mark Kelly, who's desperate for support, and Kirsten Sinema, voted with the Republicans. Mark Kelly all of a sudden says masks don't need to be required. <laughs> Why is that? Never said anything before that, did he? Uh, too late. Too late, buddy. Uh, second thing I think you need to know, British Airways and Virgin Atlantic ditched their mask mandates on airplanes. I get so mad when other countries do things before us. Third thing I think you need to know, the House Progressive Caucus, the commies, pushing Biden to declare the climate an emergency and ban drilling for oil on federal land. Yes, while gas prices continue to go up, the commies in the House are pushing to ban drilling, to hike them up even more. What a winning strategy. Three things I think you need to know. Now, there was something... That I saw, um, something that I saw, and it really, I was like, wow, no no kidding. Madison Cawthorn, Congressman Madison Cawthorn, he's the guy that's in the wheelchair. Um, there was a video, he was at a campaign event, and and he, he said that, uh, quote, rules for thee, but not for me, I guess that's Nancy Pelosi's campaign slogan. I'll tell you, I have to work with her every single day, so please do pray for me. The theories of alcoholism are very true, and it's very sad. And he said, you've heard Pelosi just 
screw up words. Is it because she's drunk or she's a fossil? I, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of claims out there that Pelosi's a drunk. I love this. Newsweek did a story. Uh, you you got to love this in the fake news. This is the headline. Nancy Pelosi doesn't drink, but Cawthorn accuses her of alcoholism anyway. Now, what made them think that she doesn't drink? In this Newsweek story, it says, in response to a widely circulated image falsely claiming to show Pelosi drunk in 2020, a spokesman for the California Democrat told USA Today that she does not drink. I don't think she drinks. I think she chugs. Oh, I don't think she drinks, though. So I love this. It may be. Apparently, it's to be believed that Nancy Pelosi doesn't drink because a spokesman said so. Exactly. Man, how, that you know what? The government, that's part of it. It's one of her spokespeople. A spokesman for Pelosi. Oh, she doesn't drink. I mean, whether it's true or not. Well, that settles it. Really? Just like the government, that person's part of the government. They said that masks, you know, your mask protects me. My mask protects you. These COVID shots, ninety-six percent efficacy rate. Shall I continue? No, you get the you get the gift. You get you. But the headline: Oh, she doesn't drink. Based on what? Well, a spokesman said so. Oh, okay. How do you not believe that, Garrett? That this is just crazy. So there's a video going around, and I want to play it for you. And um, you you tell me what you think. Okay, this is a highlight reel. Of Nancy Pelosi. But they know that we can't go there. Uh, Putin is trying to bait the trap so that uh, we go in, Hmm. and that's the beginning, could be the beginning of World War III. Uh, Putin, totally irresponsible, using weapons that are not allowed under the Geneva Convention. Putin, who uh, threatens use of chemical weapons, nuclear and the rest so they know that we can't but it's the ask now he was uh this morning uh, more let's if we can't have an if we can't have a no-fly zone let us have our own and we need the airplanes to come in Hmm. no 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 this morning he was less on the on the ask for the um that policy mm. more on let us do it help us get the planes but also there is a school of thought that thinks the anti and she keeps aircraft missiles and, and the rest are a very important like the rubbing way. of the knuckles myself when i see that that those tanks that 40 miles of tanks i'd like to take out those tanks i mean i i think that air, uh, them having more planes might be useful but that i'm not a, a military st- strategist we hope that we will be able to get up to a place. I hope. You ask me how. I, I hope that we can get to a place where the uh, MiGs, which are the kinds of planes they've been trained on, what? can go afraid. to Ukraine. The F-16s, especially if we have an excess of them, uh, can backfill for Poland. And she walks out very awkwardly. My dad sends me a text. Pelosi's teeth are going to fall out. Remember that? Remember when the teeth, right? Remember when she like it looked like like her teeth were coming out of her mouth a couple of years ago. Anyway, you know, ah, it's just well. maybe this is even worse. All right, so, so there's one thing showing up to work drunk, 
But it's another thing if you have a stroke and nobody is talking about it and trying to help you or or you're hiding it from the public and you're in this kind of position of power mm-hmm. and you are physically compromised. That's that's scarier. It's all of this is scary, man. We have complete friggin' lunatics. Complete lunatics. That keep doing the stupid thing over again. It's just a, they they hate the country. Like I have nothing. What else can you say? Uh, right? Yeah. They hate the country, and there's nothing else that can be said about it. So they keep wanting us to send MIGs over. We don't fly MIGs in the United States military. That's Russian hardware. Uh, listen, man, I did, I did I hear know. say MIGs. You right? Did say the MIGs. I don't. It is. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I, I don't know if NATO uses the uh, the British RAF uh, fighter that can do a vertical takeoff and landing, which would you wouldn't need a a landing strip. But you know, why aren't they being asked to supply some jets? I know, I no, know. You don't. I, I you would have brought this up. <laughs> I just I, these people are just crazy. That's why people have no faith in in the Democrats. The polls show it. They know they're going to go down big time. And you sit back and go, all right, when you when you're back, you know, Putin's back's against the wall. What is is he gonna is he gonna start all of a sudden? Yeah, is, still, he, is he gonna start throwing nukes around? Is he gonna but at the same time when your back's against the wall, you do crazy things, right? Are the Democrat they're Democrats crazy, right? They hey, let's let's call climate an emergency and stop all drilling for oil on federal land. Wait, wait, what? What? That's why when I had Blake Masters on the show on Monday. And I said, are you going to work on, uh, on, on a bill that would give the federal land back to the states? Why is it the federal government? I mean, the federal yeah. government owns way too much land. States should own the land in yep. states. Yep. And, and then the states can decide if we want to drill or not drill. Shouldn't be up to Washington, D.C. And Congressman Biggs talked about it. You have all these, well, you have permits. Yeah, but then you got to get the lease. You have to, you have to get the lease. You fill out paperwork. It's supposed to be 30 days. Bureau of Land Management is taking their time. And it's way more than 30 days to approve the lease to actually start the drilling on it. And and we shouldn't have to depend on the federal government for what states want to do in their own state. Just done. Let me uh, take a, a, a page out of Kamala Harris's uh, playbook here. If Russia is such a, a large country, and a lot of it is unoccupied because mm-hmm. it isn't frozen all the time, but they are a larger country, country and more technical, technologically uh, advanced than Ukraine, I would believe. Why haven't they crushed him yet? Even just with sheer manpower. I, Don't you think? Yeah, I do. Something, I mean, I know the citizenry is standing up and, and fighting back, but I mean, who has the, the tactical advantage and the, the military knowledge here? I would think Russia. Mm-hmm. You would think Russia. But again, they just can't seem to close the deal, can they? Yeah. Really strange. Maybe they're just not that good. After think, all these years, I mean, I guess, I guess, I don't know. They're I guess maybe that has been keeping us all in check. You know, maybe assured destruction. Or look, you can go back to throw me up over there. Jen Psaki bomb was asked about our military yesterday, and go she said this: "Well, we have one of the best militaries in the world. One of the best. One of the best." Well, there's the Irish military. Yep. yep. And by the way, it was two years ago yesterday. That Biden, when Trump was like, Biden's going to have $7 gas, he was basing that opinion on Biden's statements. It's like people didn't take Biden seriously. He was debating Bernie. Remember this? I just want to give him a chance to respond. Okay. And then we can come back Let's stay on. We're, we're staying on this issue. Number one, no more subsidies for fossil fuel industry. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. 
ends. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill. Period ends. Like you guys that, are just yeah. you guys are just saying these things, right? They're just they're just you guys are just saying these things because you just don't you just don't want them to win. And Who says that? People. People that don't agree with us. You guys are just saying you just throw this stuff out there as talk shows. You just throw it out there. Shock jock. Yeah. Uh I think what was shocking was what he actually said. And the man has lost his mind. Well, I guess he's probably the second president in history to do what he's going to say, right? He's actually he stopped the drilling. Yeah, as in, as he's opposed to, to to President Trump, Trump said, who, "Open it up, baby." Yeah, and he had it going. Oh, and did, again, did we did we play, play, play the soundbite yesterday? When he did we play the soundbite yet? Which one? Uh, I I have it right here about the first lady. Oh no! Apparently, no. Kamala's husband has COVID, despite being. COVID shot one, COVID shot two, boosted, probably double boosted. Same thing with Obama. I'm so glad that I got these shots, so it's not bad. How do you know it was going to be bad? You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, this is what Biden said yesterday. But there's been a little change in the arrangement of who's on the stage because of the first lady's husband uh, contracting COVID. But uh... That would be you. The first lady's husband. That would be you. But then Jill's like, oh, here we go again. Look at this room and what you see. Pardon? That's right. She's fine. It's me. That's not together. The second lady, the first gentleman. How about that? Still can't get it. Wait, wait. Still can't get it right. Like the laugh track. Mm-hmm. It's like watching Friends. I'm sure he's excellent on phone calls with Putin. Yep. Uh, I have some good news to finish up. How do I know that it's going to be a bloodbath come November? Reason number 8,473. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 792. Aaron Taylor Robeson. Ah, yes. Garrett Lewis with you. It is your morning ritual right here. KNST AM 792. Tucson's most stimulating talk. This is how you know you're doing it well. This is why I wish all Republicans would imitate Ron DeSantis. Carrie Lake, she doesn't really imitate him. She is who she is, and it's the same way. Okay? The same way. You know, Ron DeSantis won by like point, like four percentage points over Andrew Gillum in 2018. Miami-Dade County is a blue area. It is, it is like Tucson. It's like Pima County. It's any big, big city. Hillary carried that county by almost 30 points in 2016. Andrew Gillum, who DeSantis defeated four years ago, won it by almost 21%. Biden won it by a little more than seven points. Breitbart has a poll. Shows DeSantis is up seven. He is plus seven in that same county. That's a 14-point gain over Biden winning by seven. That means he has a 28-point positive swing from the 2018 election. Hispanic voters, especially Cubans, driving this. That's why Biden didn't want Cubans coming to America. But if all of a sudden Miami is turning red, Miami-Dade County is turning red, what do you think is going to happen in November? Have a great Wednesday. I'll talk to you tomorrow.